Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 229 of this daily study podcast. Thank you for joining us as we are continuing and concluding our study of August the 10th to August 16th, covering Alma 53 to 63, preserved by his marvellous power. And we're concluding the section today that's titled, I can choose to think the best of others and not be offended, covered in Alma 58 and 60 and 61. And we are in Alma 61 today, where we have a look at Pahoran's response to Moroni's heated letter that we looked at yesterday. Um, he responds in a marvellous way. Uh, and actually, having studied this, I think the Bahorin is now one of my favourite people in the Book of Mormon. However, having said that, I keep saying that about all the people that we come across in our studies in Come Follow Me. So we'll see, you know, once we get into the next book of Helaman, who it changes to next. But uh, Pahorin, uh, in saying this, uh, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, We must always realise that in a perfect church filled with imperfect people, there are bound to be some miscommunications at times. A noteworthy example occurred in ancient American Israel. Moroni wrote two times to Pahoran complaining of neglect because of much-needed reinforcements did not arrive. Moroni used harsh language accusing the governor of the land Pahoran of sitting on his throne as in a state of thought- thoughtless stupor. Pahoran soon made a very patriotic reply, explaining why he could not do what Moroni wanted. Close quote. And we see that it was a very measured and patient response as well, one that was glad that Moroni had indeed had this passion to respond to to write in such a way, but then explaining why things were, were happening that the, the way that they were. Um, he explains this in verse 3, where he says, But behold, there are those who do join your afflictions, yea, insomuch that they have risen up in rebellion against me, and also those of my people who are freemen. Yea, those who have risen up are exceedingly numerous. Um, Hugh Nibley uh, explained um, further by saying, quote, why hadn't Moroni heard from them long before? Pahorna immediately explains why. There's a state of complete crisis, not only complete insecurity, but everything was totally disrupted, the communications and everything else. They have taken over the government, and it is those who have sought to take away the judgment seat from me that have been the cause of this great iniquity. They have withheld our provisions and have daunted our freemen they couldn't get through, that they have not come, not come, come unto you. They had, have blocked the ways so that they couldn't come to you. It's not only intimidation, but they have taken over everything, close quote. Um, so this explains why, you know, it, it, you could argue, well, why didn't you just send a letter and say there was a problem? But actually, you know, the provisions were being blocked. The um, people who could take the messages to Moroni were being intimidated and stopped. Uh, it was just a really bad state of, affair, of affairs. Uh, and so fortunately, he's able to get through and communicate this to Captain Moroni. Uh, but I love this at this response, this part. Of, well, I love the whole response, but I love this part of the response in verse nine. He says, and now in your epistle, you have censored me. It, but it mattereth not. I am not angry, but do rejoice in the greatness of your heart. What an incredible uh, example. You know, I think that sometimes and this is obviously very difficult to do. But I think that sometimes we all need to take that uh, attitude a bit more. And just say, it doesn't matter. You know, it's okay. You, know, you you think this of me, it's all right. You think of this of me, you know, that's your that's your choice. It doesn't matter. It mattereth not. Uh, I think that that would be a, much, a wonderful thing that we could try and do. Elder David A. Bednar said this, quote, One of the greatest indicators of our own spiritual maturity is revealed in how we respond to the weaknesses, the inexperience, and the potentially offensive actions of others. A thing, an event 
or an expression may be offensive, but you and I can choose not to be offended and to say with Bahorin, it mattereth not, close quote. Of course, this is not easy. It's certainly not simple. Um, you know, we, we have our view of ourselves is often built up by what we see and hear it and understand of what others think and feel about us. Uh, and so it's a very difficult thing to do to just say, you know, you think this of me, it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, you know, it's something that we can try and aim for. Uh, in verse 14, um, Pahoran then invites Moroni to work with him to resist evil, to move forward, to act. Um, and I love this. Um, I love this intention. Uh, President N. Russell Ballard, President of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, says this, quote, we need to remember Edmund Burke's statement, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. We need to raise our voices with other concerned citizens throughout the world in opposition to current trends. We need to tell the sponsors of, of offensive media that we have had enough. We need to support programmes and products that are positive and uplifting. Joining together with neighbours and friends who share our cons concerns, we can send a clear message to those responsible. Close quote. I mean, obviously, this may seem like a grand and uh, overwhelming thing to do, uh, but it, all it requires us to do is to raise our voice and, and say how, you know, we, we disagree with certain things that are happening, um, because then that will hopefully have an impact. Um, Pahoran, as well, uh, in verse 18, kind of puts forward a plan uh, to Captain Ronai. Um, he says, And we will take possession of the city of Zarahemla, that we may obtain more food to send forth to Lehi and Tiankum. Yea, we will go forth against them in the strength of the Lord, and we will put an end to this great iniquity. Um, clearly, uh, Pahoran has thought through this plan, and probably um, prayed with, with faith about how to make it work as well. Uh, and in fact, this is probably why he's so pleased and grateful to hear from Captain Moroni, despite his uh, his initial anger, because he sees this as a potential answer to his prayers. George Reynolds and Jan Matson Sajodal said this, quote, We may conceive that Pahoran sent his request to Moroni for aid, not without a prayer to him whose servant he was. Pahoran did not ask for help without giving his plans considerable thought. He had them already mapped out, probably inspired and in, righteous and in righteousness formulated. With Moroni, they could regain possession of Zarahemla. From its well-stocked supplies, they would then send Le Lehi and Tiankum adequate food. Yea, Pahoran confidently noted to Moroni in speaking of the rebels, we will go forth against them in the strength of the Lord, and we will put an end to this great iniquity. Close quote. So we can see that Pahoran is... He's, he's one of those people in the Book of Mormon that we don't hear of often. We hear his name a couple of times, uh, but except for this um, moment, we wouldn't have heard much more about him. But what I love as well is that with Pahoran, he is actually an author of the Book of Mormon within the Book of Mormon itself. Um, this letter is quoted directly from his epistle. And so we see what kind of man he was. And from this um, brief uh, letter to Moroni, um, we see that he is indeed a man of great integrity a man of great patience and love. Um, and I just want to finish with the quote from the manual uh, from Elder David A. Bednar, who said this, quote, In some way and at some time, someone in this church will do or say something that could be considered off offensive. Such an event will surely happen to each and every one of us, and it certainly will occur more than once. You and I cannot control the intentions or behaviour of other people. However, we do determine how we will act. Please remember that you and I are agents endowed with moral agency and we can choose not to be offended, close quote. What I find interesting about that is that um, he says that 
someone will do or say something that could be considered offensive. And so it's not a case of, well, you know, what people say and do, it's not offensive. He is saying that actually people will do things that are that could be considered offensive. You know, we can't deny that uh, in this church, in, in any organization, um, there are imperfect people and someone will do something or say something that will offend someone. Um, but this is our decision what happens next with that. We can choose to leave and to, and to not go back to the to the church because, you know, someone has said or done something offensive. But then are we understanding why we're going to church in the first place? We're not going to have a perfect existence with people on the earth. We're having to have a, a communication, a, a connection forged with our Saviour. And we cannot do that without the blessings of the sacraments, without the teachings of the Saviour in our lives. Yes, it is difficult to overcome um, things that have upset us. Absolutely. And it's not me, And this is not me saying that it's, you know, something that we shouldn't do. I, I myself have had a couple of times, as I mentioned in the last last episode, where I got um, frustrated by things that people had done, not necessarily in church, I have to, I have to add, but in other places as well. Um, and I have sometimes let that kind of fester within me for a while, and it's really ruined my time, uh, all, the, all, my, all the few days that I've been thinking about it. But then often later on, I find that there is reasons behind it or that I didn't have the full story. And so it's important for us to take this and take those words of Elbednar to heart. Uh, thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this week of study. Uh, we are now moving into the Book of Helaman next week, so we'll look forward to that. Please join the uh, Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can share what you've been studying. I'd love to hear it. Uh, and you can also um, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode as well. I'd love to hear from any, any listeners. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.